Hey guys, so Travis807 hit us up and he said, hey, at Adam Wild, how about letting at Steve underscore Dangle do the at Manscaped ad read in the Elmo voice? Oh my God. That's right. So. No. And well, I, I no. retweeted with comment and I said, what do you think, guys? Should we let him? And 57 people have responded in the last hour and about 99% of them said yes. Where's the script? <laughs> no, the, so the script is literally, it's promo code Dangle, free shipping, 20% off. Oh, that's what you want me to say? Yeah, just say the show is brought to you by Manscaped. I Use thought, the promo code Dangle. Oh, I thought, you ever get tired of getting red hairs in the sink? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anything else? First of all, how tall are you that they're in the sink? Um, what is it? Here's the promo code Dangle <laughs> to get 20% off. <laughs> and free shipping. And free shipping. At? At? At, um, at Elmo on Twitter. Manscaped.com. Oh, okay. Uh, man. Thank you. Let's start the show, Jesse. S-D-P-P. The Steve Dangle Podcast. With your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. If you notice, I'm drinking out, uh, if you're watching the uh, video portion of this, if, I'm drinking out of a Jesse Blake mug. Mm. Because... Given the way that Boston and Tampa went last night, I want to know what's in Jesse Blake's head. Now, if you missed Wednesday's show, Jesse, what was your opinion on who the Leafs were going to play in the first round versus Steve's? It looked like it was going to be a lock that it'd be Tampa. And? (laughs) There's still two games to be played, so we'll see how it plays out. What happened? What actually happened? Tampa lost, Boston won, so there's a chance tonight if Tampa doesn't pick up a couple points that the least could Eight face points. Boston. So, so to be clear, if Tampa wins, One. Tampa Tampa they can t- lose. Tampa can lose. Pretty sure. Yeah, they can lose if Boston, yeah, Boston loses. loses. Yeah. But if Boston wins, Tampa needs one point. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I'm marking it down as the Bruins winning tonight. Okay. Yeah, because okay, so right now we've got Matthews, Tavares, Marner, uh, uh, Campbell. All out. I don't know about Nylander yet, but I bet he's going to sit as well. Let me look. Who they, are the Bruins sitting? They'd probably be on the ice right now. That's a great question. I haven't said. They have that is it. Said. Here, you look up the Leafs. I'll look up the Bruins. Okay. All right. So I'm going to Mikey Stevens, 81, who also Mike, Mike Stevens, good friend of the show, uh, was also commenting that um, for you equipment nerds, uh, Mark Giordano has changed his stick. Uh, it is now red. Okay, or is who, blue? who are the Bruins sitting? Who are the Bruins sitting? That is that is Steve's. Uh, Steve's. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm trying to. Okay. Nope. Nope. I have their lineup from yesterday. So here, we'll work on that. We'll work. Okay. On okay. That. We'll work okay. on that. Um, Keith, uh, this is by the way tonight will mark the first time Sheldon Keith has coached a full 82 game season with the Leafs. Oh my gosh! Ever? That's crazy. And still only just. Uh, like yes. there were, we forget, man. There were times where it didn't look like we were going to get through this. A couple months thing. ago, wasn't that long? Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey Anderson is also going to be recalled from the Marlies this afternoon and is going to play tonight versus the Bruins. Nice. I'm going to be there. Steve's going to be there. Leafs are going to go with seven defensemen. Um, and you know, I are think, they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't care, man. So I, I well, <laughs> they don't care. Well, not not only oh, they don't yeah. care, but I think it's going to be interesting because I definitely think that the people that do care will be the people that get a shot, and I think that's yes. important, right? Like, I, I do think this game is important for one reason and one reason only, which is if, if we have to go far enough down the death chart, Sheldon Keefe's going to be looking at this game and going, who can I trust? Who can I plug in for five minutes just to give Matthews and Marner a break? Because I'm going to run them out there 23 to 25 minutes a game. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I well, know. And also, like, uh, 
based on yesterday's rushes, it looked like Simmons is going to be in the lineup and Clifford is going to be in the lineup. Just go the whole hog and call up Curtis Douglas. What are we doing here? Oh, maybe they will. Just I, no. Okay. Well, here's a scenario that could happen. Okay. Right. And we're going to be there for it. Mm-hmm. Right. So right now. It's Leafs lightning. Yes. That's what it is right yep. now. What happens if the Islanders are up, say, four five nothing on Tampa heading into the third games that I believe start at roughly the same time? The Bruins, one of them is going to be on their phone and they're going to be like, uh, and they're going to identify that. One of the Leafs is going to be on their phone and go, uh, mm-hmm. and they're going to identify that. Mm-hmm. And then both the Leafs and Bruins spend the remainder of the game beating the shit out of each other because they know they have a playoff series against each other in a couple days. Right. I also want to let you know that uh, Sportsnet just put out a poll. Hey, Maple Leaf fans, which one do you, which team do you want the Leafs to play in the playoffs? An Bruins, Bruins or Lightning? And currently, uh, the Bruins are winning. It's 70%. I would much rather play the Bruins. I mean, me too, but like... <laughs> They're both really good if teams. If I'm Tampa, but... I I want to lose this game and face Carolina. And just feast. Well, right. because the, the Freddie Anderson's not going to be available for that first round, right? Yeah. That's no, the Grant is not bad, but like no Freddie. Their defense is great, but I don't know. Okay. I don't trust Freddie's going to get Vesna votes, right? Like it's probably it's a big difference. Okay, mm-hmm. so here's here's a question, guys, because we I don't think we've focused enough on this. The thing that Jesse said wasn't going to happen has halfway happened. If are we willing to put donuts are we willing to donut bet? Because you, you guys have a, a, a definitive side. Both of you have a definitive side. Are you guys willing to put donuts on this? Yeah. I am. The only thing I think about is if I'm Tampa, I'm throwing the game. Because you don't want to play the Leafs. Because you'd rather because play. there's an easier opponent. And either way, I'm on the road. So it doesn't matter for me. Like, I'm not playing for home ice or anything. That's true. Yeah. So... Do I want to play in coldish Toronto or very close to home Carolina? All three of the Leafs, Bruins, and Lightning could sit players tonight. Yeah. All the, the Leafs Bruins series could be decided by a Leafs team that's sitting four guys and a Bruins team that's potentially doing the same. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point of playing Patrice Bergeron tonight? What is the point? A guy who has battled injuries and et cetera, Pasternak the same. The the fate of the entire Eastern Conference could be decided by three teams who don't care. <laughs> no, you take it. No, you. It's almost Literally. like the battle for eighth uh, versus Vegas versus Dallas. We're both going to lose, and one of us will get it. And someone on Twitter, I think it was Clark Aitken, pointing out, "Oh, you know what could go wrong? The last time the Leafs needed an Islanders win in the playoff picture, you know what happened there." That's that's when uh, the New York Islanders were playing the New Jersey Devils. Oh, the Devils started Clemenson. And the Leafs needed an Islanders loss of any kind. The Devils tied the game with, uh, I believe, I believe it was a John Madden goal. 0.7 seconds left. And I lost my mind. Shootout comes. And it's Scott Clemenson for the Devils versus Wade Dubelowitz. <laughs> God. The New York what Islanders. a matchup on game 82, baby. <laughs> Devils, I can't remember their shootout lineup from that light uh, from that night, but like their best offensive weapons weren't even you. I don't think Patrick Elias shot. And sure enough, Wade Dubelowitz took it from the Leafs. Took it from the Leafs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they would have got on a big run. 
<laughs> mm, well, no, they would have died. But still. It's annoying. I wanted okay. them to make it. So, so are we not going to put donuts on this, gentlemen? Oh, I'm putting donuts. Jesse, are you no, going to put donuts? Will you throw down some like, donuts? I also, if, when I look at the series, I also would rather have the Leafs play Boston. It's a better matchup for them. I know, That's but not a, what we're, we're, we're asking you what you think is going to happen. Are you sticking with the fact that nothing's going to change? Yeah, what I thought going into this is that they'll face Tampa. Yes, that's what I think is going to happen. But I also I would rather them face Boston. Are you are you going to throw down donuts on what you said last show? Yeah, you were you weren't talking about that. You were yeah, talking yeah. about what you would rather. You were talking about right. what we're talking about now. Steve's trauma being I'm ridiculous. Not, uh, should I should should I place a bet where I'm going to cheer against winning? I guess either way I win. Yeah. Like, yes. A, yes. So okay, you're okay. hedging your bets. That's. But like I don't, Jesse. That's, that's you're not walking what away want. from your take, Jesse. Jesse's not, not sure if he's want. down with this whole fun thing. That's not what I want to happen. <laughs> oh no! Don't be honest about it. Is Jesse walking away no, from his own take? No, just take. The Are bet. you guys seeing this? I just want to say. No, what- I I think I think it's gonna wind up. Tampa is gonna get a, uh, points tonight versus the Islanders. It's gonna be over. Or maybe the Leafs win. I don't know. But I think it'll wind up Toronto Tampa. But I hope it winds up Toronto Boston. I want to know. What stupid thing is going to decide this damn thing? Do you think it'll be What's some sort happen? of bad penalty? Or or could it be a missed goal call? Or... Something that we're going to analyze like the Zapruder film. You think so? Absolutely. 100%. I, I'm not. I, I, can I be honest with you guys? I'm no. different from the both of you. I just don't care. Whatever we play, we play. And I feel like either way, they're in tough. So now, nah, but there's one matchup that's better than the other. And you think one's the, one's the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions who have a goaltender who can stand on his head for four games and win a series, and Kucherov and Point and Stamkos, who is uh, breaking records only held by Gretzky and Yari Curry. The other yeah. one's Boston, who's aging. What's well tonight? And is trusting uh, Allmark and Swayman as their goaltender. Allmark's been pretty good. Allmark Swayman's been pretty, pretty good great. Too. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I unless like Jack Tampa, Campbell. Unless Tampa breaks popcorn eating records tonight, I'm not afraid of any of those players. I think the Islanders are going to find a way to light up Brian Elliott, and then <laughs> it'll be up to the Leafs to control uh, control their own destiny. And the most traumatic possible way for it to happen is the Leafs have the lead on Boston and the Bruins mount a comeback. <laughs> Winning the game. Yes. Heading into the to. playoffs, securing a berth against a team they have beaten has the last to. three times they've played. The Tampa game also starts 30 minutes after the Leafs game. I think, oh! it's, a, I think it's a 7.30 start for Tampa and no! a 7 o'clock Eastern start for the Bruins and Leafs. I don't know if this means anything to you guys as well for your varying opinions, but the Boston Bruins have won four straight games. Yeah. Um... So, and are six four and zero in their last ten, but they've but four four of those have come in the last. That's so good. So you they're winning. Like, do you really want a Boston team on a streak, Jesse, going in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. Give me Boston over Tampa every day, every day of the week. Give me that. Uh, <laughs> exercise those defense. I'll take second line Eric Halla. You know, you know if that's where they play them. I don't know. The the <laughs> the best story is. There isn't a bad story. Like I was talking uh, to a friend about this. They either get a chance to exercise their demons or mm-hmm. a chance to test. Like imagine the like, two-time Stanley Cup champions. It's, it's good. like playing the final boss in the first round if they have to go up against Tampa. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like Bowser, Bowser first castle, and then you have to go up against like I don't know those dudes who throw the pickaxes. Who right. I always found more difficult. You know. <laughs> 
Those annoying pieces of shit. <laughs> they were annoying because they go back them. and forth and fire it, you know, fire. They're like thing. a Zubat. Yeah. There's always two of them. There's always two of them. You're right. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, no donuts. I'm assuming no donuts here. I'm, I'm happy to bet donuts. Look, listen, you want donuts Monday or not? We always split them. I'm not, it's never like, hey, you get away. These are my winnings. They should be. If they're your winnings, you should take yeah, them and run. Um, in the end, I think I think my original prediction will be right, and Tampa will uh, get points tonight. Yes. That's what I think is going to happen, but I would but, rather the other one. Okay, put so... Put your donuts where your mouth is. So are you, put, are you putting donuts on this, Jesse, or what? If you, want, if you want to bet donuts on that, yes, I will do that. <sighs> we finally got there. Okay. All right, I just got my friggin' dentist degree. <laughs> what, teeth on one of these one. days, we're going to find a bet that's good enough that Steve or Jesse is going to have to bet donuts, and they're going to... When we do our event in Montreal... Everybody's gonna get a donut. Oh my god! One of these what, during Are the playoffs at some point, we're, we're gonna have a full party donuts thing. I love it. And one of one of the two of them, or me, I don't know, but probably likely you guys. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you may not have noticed this, but Sheldon Keith kind of blew something today. Yep. And you want to talk about it because maybe you were at work. Well, it was yesterday, and he just—I I don't know if everyone noticed it or not. I'm trying to look it up right now. But he blew that the Leafs are hosting whoever they play in the first round on Monday. Yeah, it was Mark Master's tweet from about 24 hours ago. Sheldon Keefe says game one for the Leafs is on Monday night. I, as someone who works for the rights holder, (laughs) I didn't know he could know that yet. But also we haven't been in this position very many times in recent memory where the Leafs are the home team. Mm-hmm. So whoever they're playing in the first round, they're the host. So, so they get to know that. I guess is that a, is that an advantage? I don't know. I'm almost positive someone pulled him aside and was like, "You, you shouldn't have said that." <laughs> wow, you shouldn't have said that. And I wouldn't be at all shocked if it was subject to change based on what happens tonight, because all but two teams in the NHL are playing uh, tonight, and that will greatly potentially alter the. Uh, playoff matchups and the only two teams who aren't playing aren't in the playoffs and for some reason they're playing Sunday which is allegedly the day before the playoffs begin I thought yeah that's I thought a, May 2nd was the that's day that's a makeup game oh is it yeah yeah that it's was the Kraken uh, and Jets I think. that was oh, when, man, when the Jets had a uh, tornado warning they canceled mm. the game. Do you remember? It was like last. No. It was like two months ago or whatever. Oh wow! Or, yeah, I think it was torn out. Tornado, or maybe blizzard. in no. the winter. Blizzard, it was blizzard, 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 blizzard. It was yeah. like it was like fifty centimeters in a day. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it was a weather warning, and they moved the game. That's to right. The, after the season, but in Winnipeg, you could get a tornado warning. Well, Winnipeg <laughs> is pretty home crazy. To the windiest intersection in the country. Is that right? Yes. I don't know why I know that. Okay, I don't either. Um, I think uh, I think it's going to be first off that crack and Jets game is just going to be. Just can't miss television. Cracking. <laughs> I can't wait. Appleton Bowl, can't. where Appleton is back with the Jets anyway, so it doesn't matter. There it is. Um. So, so if knowing that they start Monday, does that give does that give them a bit of advantage? Like, like let's say because we were talking about the Lightning and the Bruins, right? One of them is going to play Carolina. One of them is going to play the Leafs. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Carolina game's on Tuesday. Does that change anything at all? Or is it sort of just, it, it's a schedule and that is what it is? It is what it is. Okay. And that is why, like, tonight's game is kind of important. Like, if, okay, the Leafs internally mm-hmm. have a team they would rather play in the first round. They do. I don't know who that is, but surely they do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what do they do all day? Well, surely, the, they've, surely they've, they've spent been, some time. Yeah. Been, 
there if you're the Leafs right now, same for the draft. Like you need to have a list, right? Because going into the fourth round, you're going to have players who you want, but those players may not be there because you're like a hundred picks into the round. Yes. Surely they're like, all right, if we take on Tampa, here's how we're going to handle it. If we're going to take on Boston, here's how we're going to handle it. Mm -hmm. So they're heading into tonight and they have a preferred opponent. How do you handle that? How do you like all the players on the ice have a preferred opponent? Like, this isn't this isn't your typical, um, you know, after the deadline, players um, still play for pride. They play because they want to win. I'm sure there's some players tonight who are just, you know, clearing their minds and they're just like, oh, I want to win the game no matter what. I'm a competitor. But there's going to be guys on both sides tonight going, eh, I'd rather play this team or I'd rather play that team. I think we're we're gonna. I wonder it's gonna what be uh, fascinating cinema to follow. It'd be kind of funny to see, like, if you could if you could give them all truth serum. What would be like? Each player would be different. What do you think the Leafs lean more? Do they do they lean more former Stanley Cup champions or do they lean more boogeyman? I think boogeyman. I think boogeyman. Like every uh, players are dirty liars when it comes to their legacy and when it comes to their numbers. And, you know, I. Uh, I asked, um, I don't, I don't remember if I ever said his name, but since he's retired and since we've made up now, I'm going to go ahead and say it was Peter Holland. Okay. Who, uh, grabbed, uh, w right before I was going to interview him in Guelph before his draft year, he grabbed the draft rankings from me, like the papers, mm -hmm. and he just read them to see where he was. Calvin DeHaan. Where was he? Oh man. He was high. He was, I know he, he was. I know he got drafted like twentieth or twenty first. Fifteenth. Oh, fifteenth. Oh my 15th. god. Okay. He, he all right. High. All right. Um. And Calvin DeHaan, uh, I was talking to, and he said, uh, "Yeah, I think I'm ranked like forty second. And I was like, "Who guesses forty second? And he was ranked forty second. Mm -hmm. So he knew. These guys know. So the Leafs know. Listen, if, if you beat Tampa, you'll have everyone's respect, certainly. Mm -hmm. But surely Brad Marchand, who has not had to come up with a new Canucks chirp for 11 <laughs> years, <laughs> yeah, lets them know every single time he plays them what the score is. And surely they want to shut him the fuck up. Yeah, surely. I want to know how many guys are left over from the 2019 series that are currently on the team. Because I would think a, lot, a of lot of that plays into a factor of, hey, we want to avenge that. and We remember what they did to us. Well, I think the two that matter the most do. I mean, you, ideally, you would want Chara, Chara from this season playing for Boston as well. The liability is sort of that he was. I can't believe they didn't trade for him, to be honest. Just you think, for, you think they the, should have? I think the, the Leafs should have. The pickup. Oh, I know. I'm surprised no one did. Nobody? Well, he was pretty bad. So what? Like, to even do my idea of, fuck it, put him on the left wing, fourth line. <laughs> like That's true. Okay, what do you got there, Jess? I got JT, Morgan Riley, William Nylander, Jake Muzzin, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and that's... Kerfoot? No, because no. Kadri. Oh, that's it. Wow. Yeah, that's the end of the list. Really? That is yeah. not much. Because it, it was two playoffs ago. Like, you forget, three. right? It was Justin well, three. Hall, if he cracks the lineup. But he wasn't cracking the lineup. He was professional practice, he was, Justin Hall. Right. He was there. He was, he was there. He was certainly there. 
Yeah. But yeah, the, that was uh, oh, wow. That, that was, team has changed a lot. That was Hall Ojigana. So what about Boston? What do we got on Boston from that year? Oh, Boston. Well, the top line right there, Bing Bang Boom. And now is Pasternak coming back? Surely. Yeah, yeah. Pasternak will be there game one. Neither goalie was there. Mm-hmm. McAvoy would have been there. Grizzlick, um, DeBrusque was yeah, definitely there. Oh yeah, jeez. De- Yo, DeBrusque ate the Leafs alive. Like in, in he both, ate him up late, late in both series too, 2018 and 19. Yep, that's like end of list though. So it's Bergeron, Pasternak, DeBrusque, and I, wasn't Charlie oh, Coyle, Coyle there? Coyle, oh Charlie, because they had just Coyle, picked yeah. him up. I remember thinking, and I think I said this before. I remember thinking that was like, oh, that's a nothing trade. That just got a little because I was watching Boston. Oh, I didn't. And, <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, shit, that's perfect. Shit, <laughs> that might have been one of the best pickups that year. That was a great really strong. third round pick. Come really on. strong. And Ryan Donato. I think that was Chuck Fletcher's last year in Minnesota. <laughs> Maybe that's what did it. Thanks again, that's, Chuck. That's what did it. It was the nail in the coffin. It's Charlie Coyle. <laughs> so for the least, there's quite a bit of guys. And I would think like Marner, Matthews, John Tavares, especially. Care, mm-hmm. Morgan Riley care a lot about what happened in 2019. Riley was there for all three. Yeah. Riley's oh. been here forever. He was he was technically wasn't he technically in the Leafs organization in 2013 as well? He was yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 2012. Every single every time, series. every time. Yeah, yeah. And quietly, oh, no, he might not have been in the lineup, but he was in the organization. Yeah, yeah. And quietly, Taylor Hall had 61 points this year. Yeah, but according to Jesse, that's shit. So it's yeah, in, in comparison to the rest of the league, it's not that great. It's it's with scoring up, you're absolutely. It's not fantastic, but maybe it's a different role. I don't know. Yeah. I think at this point, he's like, I can, I've won the heart, I've scored a bunch of points, and I've played like three playoff games. I would like to do more. He was such a good playoff player in junior, and I believe he did well in the first round. And I'm like, oh man, this is the. I don't know if you can call it a coming out party because he's already won a heart trophy. But I was like, this is when Taylor Hall finally tears the playoffs up and he didn't really do it mm. last year mm-hmm. Hampus Lindholm we know like everybody's hurt at this point but we know Hampus Lindholm has been struggling with some injury yep. we know David Pasternak's been struggling with some injury um, you know I I, I, I want to know what you guys think about these defense pairings because it looks like at this point Lindholm McAvoy Grizzlick Carlo Forbert Clifton not as formidable maybe as uh, you know when that included Tori Krug and Zdeno Chara mm-hmm. you know a few years ago but still pretty good. Pretty good. McAvoy is uh, pretty damn good. McAvoy's I mean, he's great. not underrated based on his contract, but <laughs> no, he's maybe underrated based on public perception. Like for, you know, he doesn't need a six foot nine frame to be an asshole. Like he's, he's a, he's a battering ram out there and he can snipe on you on the power play and, and everything. He's a, he's a great player. And the, the rest of the guys just sort of fill in as really good fits for the Boston Bruins. I wonder about Hampus Lindholm as a fit, but maybe they looked at it and they went, listen, we're tough as shit. We're always going to be tough as shit. We need a guy who can move the puck. Well, I thought McAvoy was that guy, though. He's one guy. One guy. You need more. You need more. Okay, they're playing them together. And Bruce Cassidy's never been somebody who's had, like, the stars on his back end. He's always been able to make the team play a certain way and find the best out of these defensemen who are just kind of there. You know, we, we don't look yeah. at the names. Mm-hmm. We don't really stand out. And we're like, oh, my God, that's a big-name defenseman. But Boston always plays great, solid defense. That's How very sound, New England of them. Yeah. yeah. That's just like the sound Pats. insulting because he had Chara, but, like, he had washed Chara. Right. Chara's been washed for a few years. Yeah, Cassidy got there in 2019. 2018 
2018, I think. I'm not sure. So, yeah, yeah, he didn't have prime time Chara, but Boston, we never look at them and say, ah, you know, that's a weak defensive team. No, never. he plays a great system. Never. I think um, I think the thing, too, is I remember this. You guys, we were there for one of the Boston games, and famously, it was a Game 6 nothing two. Boston win, and we were all there. Uh, and Darcy Tucker had to remove himself from the Air Canada sent us down, and Z- Darcy Tucker had to remove himself from the crowd because he was so upset. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I remember in the second intermission, I was getting a beer and the and one a Boston fan came up to us and of course we got Leafs jerseys on and of course like they're giving it to us but they were actually very respectful and fun uh, and after about the fourth goal they were like okay we'll stop um, yeah. the uh, uh, the one thing the guy said was like listen no offense to you guys and whatever you have a good team but your coach is getting out coached to hell mm-hmm. and both that was Babs, se- yeah, that was Babs both yeah. series and I Bruce Cassidy. Like, you really see the difference between great coaching and good coaching in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And really, you look at, I mean, those games both went down to the seventh game. Those, those series both went down to the seventh game. And so many times, so many times it could be put on coaches because the teams were pretty evenly matched. Good goaltending, some, sometimes from Freddie. <laughs> Depends. Uh, but if you ask Boston fans, they were, they were hard on Tuca as well. Great scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, defense that could show up or completely disappear depending mm-hmm. upon the day but it was the little things that Bruce Cassidy would do especially when it came to uh, deploying Marshan and Bergeron and Pasternak in that second series oh my god um, in a way that um, allowed them to not only get out of the leaf skin but but get into their their heads you could see in body language in certain games the way that he, especially when he used home ice advantage against the Matthews line, mm-hmm. and then it sometimes, you know, that was to, those were the Tavares Marner years as well. Remember when they played together, and, and Tavares had forty-seven goals. The 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 issues that they would have dealing with Pasternak and Bergeron and Marchand, and how it would eat at their confidence. You know what's and interesting? Krejci's not here though. That's good. He's not. <laughs> yes, it is good. They would get a ton of great depth performances up front too. Again, as uh, especially as the series would go deeper. I also read a quote from Sheldon Keefe yesterday that he's thinking about reuniting Tavares with Nylander. Why? What, yeah, mm. why? How? Why? 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 That didn't work for 65 games and they had to go away from it. Forget that it didn't work. What you're doing is working. Mm-hmm. Why are you changing that? You no, know, Willie on the third line, it just adds a whole other different weapon. And to your point, Adam, about the out-coaching thing, Bruce Cassidy's been there since 2016. I got that wrong. Has so, he been there that long? Yeah. Both oh of those God, series, really? I, I would argue, both of those series, back-to-back years, he out-coached uh, Babcock. Like, I, that's I, I don't thing. I think you're 100% on it. I don't think there's any arguing that, Jesse. Yeah. You're, you're nailing it. And this year, I, hearing that, like that, I'm like, no, Keith, don't do that. I don't want another situation where we see Cassidy out-coach a Leafs coach. Well, I wonder if they're preparing for Boston. Mm-hmm. Because a shutdown... I don't I don't know if a shutdown line makes sense against Tampa because they're like which line do you key in on? They're all friggin' ridiculous. With Boston, they do sort of have one. Right? I yeah. mean, it's not like you let, you know, guys like Coyle and Hall go rough shot on your team, but uh it definitely makes more sense to key in on guys on if, that team. If I were to say anything to add to Jesse's point from earlier, I think the thing that killed the Leafs against the Bruins both both times was their rigidity. They would go into the seventh game, Bruce Cassidy would have a completely different game plan, and they would go, I don't care, even though the, our game plan clearly isn't working, we're just going to stick to it. Yep. And I'm hope so here's, so he's flexible. We've seen Keefe be flexible. We've seen him put lines in the blender. Yep. 
sometimes when you get too flexible, you get loose. Mm-hmm. And he had a problem with that. Ooh, going back to Willie, putting Willie in the center position in game seven. What oh. on earth? You know? oh. it, no, wasn't, it wasn't was game seven. It was elimination five. game. Yeah. Five. Because yeah, there was only was five game series. Yeah. But yeah. Same difference. That team, I said from the, from the get go, that team didn't, the, the, Leafs management didn't believe in that team. And the bubble right. team? Yeah. They didn't believe in well, the Well, after team. the Ears game, they didn't get Zach Bogosian, who no, they were going to get. Yeah. What a waste of everyone's time. Yeah. <laughs> that series was. <laughs> I think, though, you know what? I, I feel bad for that team because I think they started the year with Babs. And clear, like the fir- you look at the first 20 games versus the first 20 games with Keith. Two different teams. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right? They wasted 20 games. And Steve, I remember the big argument we had back in the studio with the Purolator truck about like, hey, Steve, you can't fire him right now. And you're like, why? We're wasting everybody's time here. This is going to happen. It's going to happen. And, and it happened exactly the way I thought it would. Right. But I think, and, and I, I'm bringing that up because it, it, it happened for sure. And I wonder if they just, remember, remember when Keith came in and he was like, I'm just trying to build the guy's confidence up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit. These are the Toronto Maple Leafs. Are they this not confident? The, like, this is bad. The Keith timeout became a thing. Like, I don't, he must hold the record for timeouts taken by a coach who's winning. Like <laughs> he must hold the that record. was a tough year. It was a tough year, and then we went slam into COVID. So I give that team a, a little bit of a break, and they did give us that pretty amazing, you know, comeback in Game Four. Oh, they yeah. did. That game was yeah. cool. That, that game was, was re- it was really cool. That was uh, Natalie and I's first date that night. Oh, really? Yeah, we watched it at the bar together. It's just such a shame. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Game Five was the next day, or was yes, game it was. Four the- Yes, it was. It was like it was. No, no. Game four uh, was, was on Friday. Four. Game game five was on Sunday. I don't know. One of those was a back to back, and I was just like, ah, fuck. yeah. <laughs> um, one series that I think, yeah, it has firmed up, and I think that this is going to be a fun one, guys. And I know we'll do a full playoff preview. These teams played like a week ago, and they want each other. Oh yeah, they want it. Calgary, Nashville. Awesome. Calgary, Nashville is going to be. Incredible. It's not going to be close. Well, you don't think so? You see it, Soros. Yeah. A, cu- a couple days ago, it would have yeah. been, but Soros would have been cool. Being less than 100%. Wait, hold on. Did I miss? I missed that. He's out? Yeah. It looks like that. <gasps> yeah. If he's not oh, there, it's, yeah, I'm no. thinking like six games, five games. And then last night, the puck went behind Nashville's net. What was it? Like up in the air or something? And Dave Riddick <laughs> went to go get <laughs> yeah. it and he ran into the goalpost and fell down. Yeah. I saw that with the that thing was... this morning. Yeah, uh, he's okay though, right? Yeah, it just looked really funny. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, that's what, that's why it's okay to laugh. The Leafs actually, <laughs> you know, the the Brett's are facing the same thing the Leafs are facing going into the postseason with Big Save Dave being your only healthy uh, player, uh, healthy goalie. That sucks. Oh my god. Yeah, poor guy. Oh. Poor guy. Honestly, I mean, no, you you can't you can't rule out teams that are built for this. Mm-hmm. Nashville is built for this. The problem is they're going up against the a team that I would call the prototype. Why would you call them the prototype? Because Daryl Sutter's behind the bench, and they basically constructed their team to be good in the playoffs. And I think uh, what they accidentally did was they built a good regular season team too. <laughs> like- so if you're John Hines, yeah, you got a great team. You got. Roman Yossi with 95 points. Wait, I'm John Hines? You're John Hines in this situation. Um, you've got... I think he looks like Voldemort. Duchesne anyway. puts in a, a great year. Forsberg puts in a great year. You don't want to throw this away, but UC Saros is a little hurt, and he had a 918 save percentage all year. Mm-hmm. Your choices are, Jesse and Steve, 
Connor Ingram, who played two games, went one and one with a 302 goals against average and a 906 save. Or big save David, 12 games, sorry, 17 games, uh, but started 12 of them. He was 6-3 with four overtime losses, a 357 goals against average and an 886 save percentage. Connor. You go Connor Ingram. 100%. Oh, uh, also, this is the first time we've talked about Connor Ingram on the show since when? Does anyone remember? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you, the reason you don't remember is because it was one of the remote episodes. None of us remember anything from those episodes. Um, but he was, I believe, part of that match-fixing scandal in Sweden. Remember Tier 2 Sweden? He was? Yes, he was the goal. Man, you got a memory for some of this stuff where I'm like, I don't know how he thinks about these things. Steve, how would I win? Question for you. (laughs) Why are you starting a goalie who has two career starts in the playoffs (laughs) when you have David Riddick? (laughs) Because he might be bad. Yeah, you know what? You know what David is. Yeah, you do know what David is. That's a little disrespectful. Let, Let him at least prove that he's bad. It's a how many games do you think there are? You got one. You got one. You got one. So you'd give Dave. You'd give Big Save game one. Give him game one. Calgary's gonna light him up. Hopefully, Jesse. I don't don't want Calgary to lose in the first round. I think that'd be uh, very disappointing for their fan base in their season. And and for ours because game over Calgary launched last night with Audie James and Peter Klein. I Jesse would have coached the '86 Habs and lost. (laughs) Why? I don't know. It's Patrick Wackhead. Oh, yeah. Connor Ingram is, is Patrick Waugh. Wow. That's what you're saying. You, uh, I don't know wow. This, I don't know about this Mika Kiprasov kid. I'm going with Roman Turk. That's you. Connor That's Ingram. You right now. Connor Ingram is one of the greatest goaltenders of all time. Patrick Waugh. He might be. Is your... <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't know. There's only two starts. Yeah. Who's to tell? You get Okay, you got big save Dave numbers up. Get, get Ingram. Get Ingram. What? I he's, got Ingram's he's number. Two career yeah, starts. What do you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got two career starts. <laughs> one win, one loss. Three hundred two goals against average and a nine hundred six save. What about in the AHL? Uh, I don't have those. His AHL number is nine fifteen. Oh, that's save good. percentage in fifty four games. All right. Two seventy save right. percentage. That's more indicative of the, of the goalie he is than the two. What NHL about game. what about his numbers in uh, last year? Eight ninety nine and an eight ninety eight. Oh, I Sweden thought, in the AHL. I thought we were giving everyone a mulligan. What did I say? Oh, I thought we were giving everyone a mulligan. For what? <laughs> Who were you giving for the a bubble? For the for COVID. I gave the Leafs a mulligan what? for that oh, year. Did. I yeah, didn't say that. I screw you guys up all the time. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm getting best takes from both sides. <laughs> <laughs> and I try to sift through them. Well, what are you, you know, me you know for? the thing about Jesse and I is people get us confused all the Ooh, time. Oh, Jesse yeah. Remember, yeah, we're, we're the and podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have two dogs named Bindi and Cedric. I host the Virgin Radio Morning Show. Um, uh, no, I, I said I give the Leafs a mulligan on the 19 season because of Babs and the COVID thing. What does that have to do with Connor Ingram's numbers in Sweden? You tell me, Jesse, you said it. <laughs> Hmm? <laughs> no, so, he was he was a very highly touted prospect for a long time. I am not I'm not going to judge him based on one off season last. Okay. Time. Yeah. But if you're Calgary, you can't whoever they go with, you can't let that goalie in the series. Cuz here's the thing with the playoffs. Correct. Is if yeah. that goalie, whoever it is, if it's Big Save Dave who does go on runs or yep. has in the past. Yep. Uh that's why he has the thing. And Connor Ingram who had some good AHL numbers. And the thing is, is that you, Nashville, you've got nothing to fucking lose. Mm-hmm. You've got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. You're here. That's great. UC Soros is out. If, if you lose, your fans are still going to chant, uh, thank you. Can we have another? It's great. 
But I just... Calgary has got to dominate from the get-go. And they have got to... Because what will happen is, if they dominate game one, the other goalie will go in. So it's big save Dave first, let's say. Connor Ingram would be the next game if big save Dave gets lit up. But you have to go hard at Connor Ingram again. So you have to go hard at both goalies because you let either of them in the series, it's a whole different ballgame. Great teams lose all the time because of some fucking goaltender we've never heard of. Uh, I think it is game one is going to be a war zone. Uh, Borietsky, Tanner Janot, um, Milan Lucic, Matt well, Kachuk. And exactly, right? But I think the longer this series goes, uh, you're going to be able to use Roman Yossi as printer paper. I, I think the Flames are going to zone in on him. Forget the goalie. They're going to go after him and they're going to flatten him. Flatten him every single time. Because you would think you'd be avoiding the top defenseman, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. It's going into his corner every time. Now, they still have Eckholm. He still exists. Yeah. He ain't Yossi. So, okay. if, if I'm Daryl Sutter, puck into Yossi's corner, wham! Puck into Yossi's corner, wham! Every single time. Lindholm. Lindholm, Lindholm, Lindholm. That's the guy. Just every, Send him in after. Everybody. Jesse, everybody. which city is the better Nashville? Calgary <laughs> or Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. And does the winner of the city of, of the series get to keep the rights to Nashville? No, you know what? This is the Country Music Bowl. Oh my yeah, we're god, we're calling it the Country Music Bowl. Right if here. I'm Sportsnet, that's the angle I'm angling for this series. That's the narrative. It's Nashville and Nashville <laughs> taking on Calgary and Calgary. Um, <laughs> Who's the better Nashville, Calgary or Nashville? Whoa. We're gonna find out. Ooh. That's really that's really funny, man. I like that. It's a good one. The They're very cowboy similar. boots bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Is I the like Stampede that. better than everything that I've never been to the Stampede? You have uh, Adam. You've lived out in Calgary. Is I the, mean, is the Stampede better than everything that Nashville? So has? If you're Calgaryan listening to this, or you've lived in Calgary. Is the Stampede good, or is it just this thing that you're? It's the gravitational pull of the Stampede is so hard, so heavy that you must go to it. Because the thing is, the Stampede feels good, is fun, and then afterwards, afterwards feels a little awful, and you're guilty. You feel guilty, mm. at least if you're single. Sometimes if you're not. And I, I it's kind of like remember, taking it's a not, trip to Nashville. That's right. It's not cheating. It's stampeding is what oh, they say God. in Calgary. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So Dude, this, I'm not kidding. The whole city shuts down. The way you make the stampede sound is the, like the way I look at Tough Mudder. I'm proud I did it. I'm never doing it again. Except next year you're like, I'm okay. 10 days of stampeding. Let's go. 10 days. It's 10 days. Now, all the best acts, all the best like parties and, and, and chuck wagon races and all the other things that you want to go to, they all happen in the first five to six. Mm-hmm. And if you're like really hardcore and you want to stick around for like the rodeo belts or whatever, they all they all still happen towards the end of the week. But the best performances, you know, when you get like Snoop Dogg followed up by like At the Big Stampede? and Rich. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, yeah. amazing. Snoop Dogg was, well, I think, oh, one yeah. of the headlines. Why am I surprised he's showing up to anything? He'll do anything. Yeah. For sure. Do they have the bachelor party ride along pedal bikes where you drink on the? They must. Do the they have those tavern. in Cal- they, Yeah. Do they so, have those in Calgary? So no, not not like if they do, they don't have them because Stampede is sequestered. Right, it's in its own park around the stadium. So you don't have uh, in Nashville. Those people get out of the way of those uh, bachelorette parties on those on those things. Like there's just this. They don't have it's a like, they like, run car. The city. It's like car, car, mega bike, car. Everybody's hammered on this. But like and everybody's drunk on the road in yeah. Nashville. Yes. All except time. for the driver. But they're all hammered. Yeah. And there's a there's a OK. I don't know if you've ever seen one of these. 
But these, the, they're, they're like those big uh, cycles where everybody's pedaling. And then they have a bar in the middle. And there's just a bartender serving them stuff. They're called Pedal Taverns. The pedal set! They're literally pedal! <laughs> Is that what you said? Called it? Yeah. No, sorry, Adam said it. Nashville. <laughs> Man, Nashville's wild. You know what I just realized? What? Uh, the Leafs gave Dave Riddick the opportunity to play his first game as a Leaf against Calgary oh. last year. He lost. Yeah. There it is. There it is. We saw. What a ridiculous. And how, like, are there, how is there more than one of those? I remember Kevin, who was showing us around, who's, uh, who's the best. We went to the 16 finals with him. By the way, that was six years ago, gentlemen. How can you, can you believe that? Look, Look how easy it is to fall off the back but, of that. But, but the thing is, is that cars totally respect them. Like, oh, yeah, no, that's part of the economy here. We need to make sure that they, in Toronto, be like, get the fuck out of the road. Yeah. In Nashville, they're like, oh, no, we all have time. No, you guys get drunk. Have a good time. So glad you're here in Nashville. Oh, look, there's a massive one. It's called the Honky Tonk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of no. course it is. It's big. That's big and blue. Is that a bus? Is yeah. That a pedal bus? They got a whole big bus. I hear that thing behind me. I'm changing my route. Now, if you don't know tonk. this. Um, look at the size of that. It's a school bus. Um, they cut out the middle of. Some some may know this. Some may not. But uh, I guess Nashville is the bachelorette party capital of the world. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining a drunk Miss Frizzle. Seatbelts, no one. <laughs> you know what you never see Look on the. Them. You sorry. know what you never see on the honky tonk bus. What? A white dress and a jean jacket and a cowboy hat. You never see that. No, never. Oh, no. <laughs> That's mean. Sash. You never seen a sash there and pink balloons. No, never you're seen it. you're crazy. Never seen it. It's only you. You're crazy. <laughs> oh uh, man, crazy. you got to. So okay, all right. Is there a way? Without UC Soros, that Nashville wins the series. Is there a way? Yeah, yeah. What's the way? Connor Ingram Look, stands on his head. Connor Ingram. No, the Calder can The real Connor Ingram. The real chances. <laughs> how, how do you? Uh, hmm? How do you pronounce Dave Riddick? There is it they, Riddich? Riddich? Riddick? Is Riddick? I say Riddick. Sorry. They have a Norris winning defenseman. They have a great system. They have guys who we haven't seen play at this level. Play at a certain level. All year long. Big factor. Big Mac to Shane. And Calgary, I think this is the biggest factor in the entire series and in the biggest factor in their entire playoff run. They've never been here before. There's there's a very young team with a, a first line that is absolutely a first and second line that are absolutely on fire who have never done this, who are trying to do it for the first time with a lot of pressure. And who knows how they hold up in the playoffs. Now, Jesse, there's going to be a lot of people who are like, wait a second. Goudreau's been there. Lindholm's been there. Uh, not really. Not really. Not, really. not in this position. Sutter, Lucic. Your head. Oh, uh, friggin' um, Markstrom. No, not really. No. G- Goudreau. Yeah. He, he said Goudreau. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Yeah. That's okay. Wait, you can did say you it mean again. Johnny or Barclay? <laughs> <laughs> no, who's the guy that. No, sorry. Blake Coleman. Blake Coleman. I, I get him and yeah, Barclay. Blake Coleman. Screwed up yeah. Because yeah. Of Tampa. Same yeah. line. Sorry, Blake Coleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about the big players on Calgary in this uh, current iteration. This Calgary team. We haven't. We All we've had out of this Calgary team is underperformances. Every single season, we're like, hey, these, when are they going to put it together? And then they finally put it together. This now we have to see what they do in the playoffs. It's also, not the, it's not the worst point. Their head coach, though. Yeah. You know, there's a guy who's done everything in life. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah. Literally. The dude. Like, That's why I'm not too worried about the point. Doesn't he deliver, what was it, horses or cows? Or do you ever, you, have you been listening to the gift that is Daryl Sutter press conference? Oh, they've been year? great. Mm-hmm. What a, also, he's jacked. What the hell? Yeah. He's like wearing a shirt and the shirt is ripping. Yeah, because he does stuff when he's not coaching hockey. 
He is like literally like uh, like uh, friggin' Samuel L. Jackson with his eye patch has to like come and get him. We need you. And he's just like Nick Fury. Yeah, Nick Fury. Thank you. I thought I had Tyson Fury in my head, but I knew that was wrong. And it's no, I gave that up. It's, no, Daryl, it's your time. It's time to come back. And like he visits him on his farm and gets him to agree to coach the Calgary Flames again for the ninth time or whatever it is. Second? Is it second? Those are the <laughs> same. The <laughs> Those are the same. They're the same. He is the coach of the Calgary Flames forever and always. Mm-hmm. And he was there when they went to the final. He's got unfinished business. I'm not too worried about Calgary. And you're not too worried about Calgary. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this. Because we got a team that still can't score in the Dallas Stars. And we got, I know we're going to go again a preview, but I have to ask about this series because it's crazy. Dallas, Colorado. Literally. Look, what's Dallas's goal differential? Negative 10. Yeah, they're the only negative goal differential team in the playoffs. Correct? Yes, yeah, they're actually the only negative goal differential team for like ten places if you rank them in the league, except for when the Leafs lose by fifty six. That's there. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that happens. Sometimes you go up by three and then you lose fifty six to three. Is what it is. Um, the so the Avs in Dallas. The thing about Dallas is they can play boring mm-hmm. and heavy. It, do they have a single shot? No, because do like Sagan skilled. Mm-hmm. Feisty player. He's not healthy. He hasn't played a healthy game all season. Ben, heavy, grinding, punishing player. He hasn't played a healthy game all season. Radulov is a fun little hybrid of the two of them. Mm-hmm. He hasn't played a healthy game all season long. They got guys. Ottinger's a great goalie, and he's only going to get better. Um, they certainly have guys, but I'm I'm not buying what they're selling. They're, Not against Colorado. Their, their defense is always great because they got um, Klingberg, Haskinen, Lindell, Lindell, Hackenpaw. I forgot they had Hackenpaw. Like they're not going to go down easy. Like mm-hmm. I don't think Colorado is going to run them out of the building. But yeah, do I? I think it'll be closer than people think. But I'd still select Colorado to win. But I think it'll be a close series. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit like Nashville, Carolina last year, where you're like, mm-hmm. why is this still going? <laughs> but it's, how point. did we get to game seven uh, how yeah, yeah. was it seven <laughs> i believe so seven or six yeah seven or six okay now i got a, I got a fun question for you guys in terms of the league okay i like i like looking at goal differential because it does what it get it does get a little goofy mm-hmm. and the goofiest one is that um arizona who is in 31st has a negative 107 montreal has a negative 106 they're 32nd yeah okay they each have one more game. Oh, who's going to win? Who will win the negative goal differential race this year? Okay, who's got who? So like, Montreal, Canadians. Well, I need to know the last games. They're playing Florida. Oof! But Florida, Florida's going to be resting. Who's got nothing to play for? The Arizona Coyotes are playing the Nashville Predators, who also, I believe, don't have anything to play for. I think Montreal wins tonight. You know, Montreal wins. Yeah, because they clinched last place. I think so. They even if they win tonight, they own the last place tiebreaker over the Arizona Coyotes. I think they go out. Uh, St. Louis gets them fired up for the last game of the season. It's been such an awful year. They got the number one overall draft pick. I think they go out and they beat Florida on a nothing game. And Sam Montembeau beats the team who got rid of him. Carey Price might start. Or that <laughs> could be that. Could be. I don't know. I just oh. I went with the storyline, but that wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're going with? Oh, 
Who wins? I'm making it into a graphic. We're putting it on Instagram. Go. I think both teams win, uh, and Montreal wins the negative goal differential. So, so they'll finish with worse goal differential. Who finishes last? Oh, wait. That's who wins. Who the, does the... No, uh, sorry. Arizona wins. Arizona, Arizona wins, wins the goal differential. They're both going to win their games. Arizona wins the goal differential bowl by being worse. Who That's do the right. Coyotes play? Uh, the Nashville. Coyotes play Nashville, and they're currently 107 under par. Yeah, I agree with Steve. Okay. And how that's gonna I'm going to go with Montreal. I'm going to go with Montreal. And the reason I'm going to go with Montreal is because I feel like Nashville's literally, because of UC Soros, they're going to sit everybody. They're going to sit everybody. Yossi should not play. This is... Does Connor Ingram start or Dave Riddich? Oh. <laughs> that's a... Oh, it's got... Oh, man. You'd think... Riddich, right? Ingram? Ingram? No, because Riddich played last night. Oh, well, there so, you go. Yeah, it's Ingram. Not, yeah, I mean, they're not go. really in a place where, okay, let's rest the guy who's played two games. <laughs> so, <Ingram>. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> like, that's a tough you listen, one, man. Guys, we don't want to, we don't want to overstretch of going into the playoffs. No. That's too much. Is that a long season of two oh, games? And for anyone who's upset by any of the takes that we've had about your team, uh, just know that there are thousands of clips out there of us being wrong. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, my God. If, the, if we were afraid to be wrong, we wouldn't have a podcast. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's so funny because that's usually the reason when people get upset that I get is how do you have a podcast? <laughs> to be wrong. I simply made one. Oh, man. Well, we'll have to duck out in place of all the undefeated ones. <laughs> oh, you're, you were wrong about a sports thing where it's entirely oh, unpredictable and anything can happen? That's what's oh, no. fun. Is it, I always find, okay, being right's cool, right? It is. Yeah. And I love to dunk. I, lo- I, love to, I love to highlight I was right across in the air. But I do think it's kind of fun when you are wrong because you're like, because you... you I, I, I love this because I know if it's a really bad one, like if it's a bad take, I come into the show and I'm like, I'm going to get lit up and it's going to be fun. Uh, those days are fun. They are fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's like you ever you ever wake up with a hangover, but you go, ha, fuck. I haven't <laughs> like done that in a very it. long time, mm-hmm. but it's you're like, oh, well, I had a good time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a good time. Uh, I do want to take a second uh, in this show to just shout out um, uh, the launches of Game Over Toronto. And game over Calgary. So we game over Calgary with Audie James and Peter Klein yesterday. So if you're a Flames fan, just so you know how this works, live show after every game on the YouTube channel. Then it is available to watch on YouTube later if you can't make it. Um, but we encourage you to be there because obviously you can write in questions and join the chat. And the chat's great. And the chat's moderated, by the way. Um, uh, you know, our mods do such an amazing job with that sort of stuff. So, you know, the great thing is about our chat is it's actually productive and you read it and you're like, oh, okay. So there's some real hockey stuff going back and forth here, which is great. The other thing is, um, we got game over Toronto and, um, I, I guess we can't really talk about who the other host of you game can. over. Tr- can we? Cause yeah, this episode will come out like half an hour before that oh. announcement goes live. Okay. So yeah. So if, the same time. if you're on Leafs Twitter, you definitely know her name is uh, Rahef Issa and we're so excited to bring Rahef on as well. So here's, here, a lot of people were asking. We, 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 didn't, we didn't talk about Harnish and yeah. Well, that. I'm going to in a second. Oh, okay, I'm gonna, so the, well, we haven't. Okay. <laughs> so, when? So uh, Harnish and Armand too are, are, are game over Toronto picks as well. And people were like, wait a second, there's multiple hosts here. Why are you doing this? Well, the reality is um, everybody that does this also has another job. And we're figuring if we're going to do this 82 times next year, it's very rare that you're going to find Andrew Berkshires out there who will make the time and can make the time and all the other things that need to go into that. So why not have some team shows? Well, and also go- Berkshires had to rely on Julian for a couple shows. Absolutely. Well. He's McKenzie. had to do... Uh, <laughs> we all rely on Julian. 
Uh, yes, honestly, who doesn't? Um, Harnish Patel and Armand Panthaki are are such great guys. When we did the interview with them, they applied together as a show, and we hadn't seen that. And we're like, okay, let's give this a shot. We checked out their podcast. They do a Leafs and a Raptors one, I think, Mondays and Thursdays or Sundays and Thursdays, like we used to. And there's just a, um, there's like a magic between the two of them. They're good friends. Uh, they, you know, they're from Mississauga and, and work in the Hamilton area. Uh, I know that, uh, uh, I believe that there's a connection between uh, our own Robert Malloy and Harnish Patel, because I think Harnish uh, is a part of the robotics community in Southern Ontario. Like, I think, I don't know if it's the fighting robots, like the ones you used to see on TV, but they are. And, and I think Robert's involved as well. Excuse me, Robert, Robert is low-key competing with Julian for most jobs. I don't know how he, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it is. And Armand, obviously, you know, just like they've been, they've been longtime friends. So it was really cool to see that. It was really cool to see Peter and Audie yesterday. Obviously, we had um, some tech issues and stuff like that. But that's why we start before the playoffs. It's going to happen. Dude, These we guys. Have tech issues on Watch the Leafs game with Steve Dangle. Like it happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you have. Yeah. You have. It just, yeah. it just does. And I think um, what's cool about. Peter and Audie is they're going to bring like a uniquely Calgary Flames perspective to this, right? Like they are really well known within Flames Twitter community. Um, They've got great setup. They've got great insights. And like when we interviewed Audie, he took a break from his job and then went into his car. Do you remember that? And did like a FaceTime. He's like, oh yeah, I'm just on a 15 minute break in my car. And then I think our our interview went 20 minutes. He's like, I got to get back to work. And we're like, okay, yeah, go. Sorry. Um, And then uh, Rahaf is... Brilliant and funny and fun and can't wait for her to host her first show tonight. So definitely jump on and, and give her a shout out. And essentially, Jesse, I think the way it's going to work is um, in Toronto, they're going to trade off. Yeah, we're going to fit once the playoff schedule is out, because that's been holding us up on mm-hmm. finalizing how everybody's going to host all the games. Once that's settled, we're going to figure out like who's going to take which games. But yeah, they're going to trade off and have different hosts. And tonight, Rehef's going to be joined by Omar. Hey! Tic Tac Tomar! Hey! Amazing! By the way, Tic Tac Tomar had the most social media post about the Leafs today I've ever heard. He's like, isn't it hilarious that most people's, um, uh, most people who work for the NHL teams, basically, or like the Leafs, I guess, their entire strategy for the first round, social media wise, is based on tonight. Like, he's like, they had to do basically double, they have to do a, a Boston version of things. And a Tampa right. Bay version of things. And he's like, literally, it's, it's on. A, and it's on a bunch of guys on the Leafs to decide who it's going to be, really, who don't play for the Leafs regularly. <laughs> I, I got a little glimpse of this when I started at Sportsnet uh, for the 2015 playoffs. But there is essentially going to be one person just going, ah, running around with their head cut off. Oh, yeah. To try to put the schedule together and get it out as soon as the games are done. I remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but in like 2009, there used to, there started to be social media jobs out there for companies. And I remember reading a, a top 10 list of jobs that wouldn't exist uh, in five years. And, and one of them was social media coordinator. And the, the, uh, the author said that uh, we, we would have social media figured out in five years. We'd know all the platforms. So there'd be no need because everybody would know how to use it. And here we are, like, 15 years later. And, they got that wrong. They got Everyone's going to know how to fix their car. <laughs> they all have Everyone's one. Everyone's going to know. They all have to... one. They know how to fix it. Adam, you also mentioned, you mentioned this off air, I think. Uh, but you wanted to thank everybody who applied. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. I think, 
So I want to get back to everybody via email. So I'm going to try to do that as well. But oh, give me some time. <laughs> I don't think you got the time for that. Yeah, we got not. a lot of people. Uh, we got a lot. <laughs> we got a lot. And I, I just want you to know that we legitimately went through every single one. So I, it's really, it was really cool to see. Thank you for everybody. Thank you to everybody for who did apply, who can make the time. And remember, we are rolling out more markets next year. We just haven't figured out which ones they're going to be. But I'm sure you have a pretty good idea. Um, so if you are in one of the markets that was not included this time, that's okay. Uh, we're going to have more in the future. And remember, it's going to be probably more than one per person that gets it because it's going to be rare to find somebody who can do all 82 games plus playoffs. So uh, we're really looking forward to where Game Over goes. Thank you for such a great reception to both Adi and Peter and then uh, Harnesh and Arman. And obviously, we look forward to Raf's first show today. It's going to be very, very cool. Very excited about the network and where it's all going. And this is this is exactly what we hoped, right? It was sort of... Um, the reason that we're doing this, full disclosure, is that um, the jobs that I used to be able to get, that Jess used to be able to get, Steve used to be able to get, you know, Steve, you started in like part-time highlights. Jesse, you started as an intern in a program that can't exist anymore because it's quite literally illegal. Oh, I started interning too. Jess, yeah, I started in interning as well. Highlights. We were, all three yeah. of us were unpaid interns. I think and you I, could still have university interns. For like a month. Right. But you right, can't do it right. for like six months. Like, Jesse, you worked a long time before they hired oh, you. Oh, yeah, for free, yeah. yeah. I worked at like after I was graduated, which that at that point, it was illegal. Yeah, because I wasn't doing Was that illegal back then, though? Yeah, if you're not doing it for course credits, I think it was just turned illegal. Wow. Yeah, if, Jeez. I'm, not, if I'm familiar. I interned, I I interned for 10 months. 10 months for free. Oh, dude. And that... Two years. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, and, you know, you, and, and, and I'm, I, I'm happy that I had that, for sure. But I also think that, you know, I don't look at this as an internship. This is a job. And the, the thing is, is that as, as media cuts back and it's happening everywhere, it's happening in the States, it's happening in Canada, the jobs that used to be able to get you in the door where you could come on and, you know, try it out. Like my first job in Barrie where I got, I think, seven bucks an hour, uh, which was awesome. I was like, oh, my God, I get to be on the radio for six hours every day. I was about day. to say, that's more than I thought you made. It was amazing. <laughs> for that show. Um, no offense. Uh, uh, I, well, it was definitely more than the quality of the show because I sucked. Oh, it had nothing to do with you. It had everything to do with it being overnight and buried. Well, th those jobs don't exist anymore. And so we want that opportunity for other people as well. That's why we're doing Game Over. Like People were like, why are you even bothering to do Game Over Toronto? We have Steve's LFRs. Like, I don't think that makes any sense. They're, they're two different things. And I want you to try them out because here's the thing. Even if you can't watch Game Over, you can listen the next morning. It's all going to be up on audio and Spotify so you can watch. You can listen like every other show that we do. You're going to be able to see it on video. You're going to be able to listen to it. And it's going to be a great recap. And it introduces you to more people that have real talent and are really exciting. And we're really excited about. Is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Every interview that we did uh, with Adi, Peter, Rehef, Mm -hmm. uh, Harnish Harman, we were just like, oh, I love you. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. <laughs> what a great fit. And uh, yeah, thank you to everybody who applied. Um, you know, we might be reaching out next year. Yeah. I mean, for, like, for a lot of them, it wasn't even like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> like, no, it's just, it's just here's you know, what we have right now. Here's what we have right now. There were, uh, you know, better fits. Some of you were, you know, we got some really young applicants as well. And, it's awesome. Uh, some people who I was like, all right, I don't know if this is going to work, but Jesus, the editing's amazing. And just so many talented people out there. It's great. And we're going to keep working on that. Now, Jesse, uh, we do have to do a little special shout out to Jesse, who troubleshoots, launches, teaches, does all, all the things behind the scenes. Everything. Uh, everything behind the scenes. And of course, Andrew, who called me last June 
with the idea. And he was like, I feel like we need to do something after the games. Like we've missed an opportunity with the Habs, haven't we? That's what he said. Mm. Yeah. And that's where this all came from. And so it's been... Well, it, like, they made the cup final this year, and I figured we could capitalize on that. <laughs> By having them... Yeah, they won. The, if, totally. If all things go the way they should, they should win the Connor Bedard Cup, and things will be fine. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. I, don't, I don't... Maybe they'll even win the Differential Cup. If, we'll see. if they can get Shane right, I think that would be Berkshire Stanley Cup. Yes. Just so he doesn't have to go through this. And I love that he's, he's, he's no longer pretending not to be a Habs fan anymore. I love it. He's not? No. Oh, he's he's now a Habs fan. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, said he we'll wasn't. We'll see about that. Um, we'll see about Jesse, that. Jesse, can we do a, a little bit of a longer press conference here? Yes, we can. 